In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. We will not be taking calls. We are broadcasting from the monastery in Petersham, and we'll be there tonight at the Glory Meeting. You're all welcome to come. I'm reading from Luke 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, what sixth month? The sixth month of the pregnancy of John the Baptist, the angel Gabriel was sent from God, the same Gabriel that went to Zechariah to tell him that he was going to have a son to a town of Galilee called Nazareth. The saying about Nazareth was, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Will something best come out of Nazareth? Jesus Christ, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, his name was Mary, and coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace. Mary is full of grace. She is highly favored. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said to her and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. You know what Jesus means? God saves his people. He will be great. He will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relation, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is the sixth month for her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Do you know that today? That nothing is impossible with God in your life. God makes everything possible. He is the God of all possibilities. You might say the door is shut. Keep on knocking. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Mary's fiat, Mary's yes, changed the world. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Your yes can change people. Do you know that today? Your yes to what God is doing 
can change people. Mary's changed the world because Jesus comes now and rests within her womb. Your yes can change your neighbor next door if you say yes to Jesus. Have you said yes to Jesus? Have you said fiat to Jesus? May it be done according to your word. Then the angel departed. If Mary ever needed an angel, it was after these words. But she trusted in God that everything was going to come out all right. Do you know that everything's going to come out all right today? Because if you trust in God, it'll all come out all right. That's why Mary wears blue. Because she's a blueprint about how we want to love Jesus, how we want to give yes to Jesus, how we want to give Jesus our fiat, how we want to trust in the Lord at all times. Like Father Tom said, Mary's yes changed the world. But today, your yes can change the world too. Because Jesus only needs one person to stand in agreement with what he wants to do, to release new realms of heaven, new realms of healing, new realms of glory, new realms of peace, new realms of power upon this earth. And Jesus is choosing you because God uses vessels. The secret to spiritual power is consecration. Is our life consecrated to God? The more we consecrate ourselves, the more we ascend in authority in the spirit realm, the more that Jesus can use us to break chains, to heal the sick. You know, we just spent the last week at the monastery with the monks. We didn't do much talking. We just in silence with the presence of God. But these monks are consecrated to the Lord. Jesus owns each and every part of their life. Now, most of us aren't called to a ministry to just be away with the Lord. But no matter what we're doing in our life, we're called to be consecrated to God. If we're a mother, we're called to consecrate our family to the Lord. If we're working in the workplace, we're called to do everything we do for the glory of God. Nothing we do for the glory of us, but everything we do, we're called to do for the glory of God. You are called to do what you are doing for the glory of God. We do this broadcast for the glory of God, that God might be manifest through God's word, that God might be manifest through the presence of God, for the glory of God. It's all about surrender. Mary surrendered her will to the will of the Father. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Do you say that today? Not my will, but your will be done. Let your will be done on me as it is in heaven. Let your will be done in me as it is in heaven. It's all about heaven. God wants you to have his will so that you would be doing the will of God and that things would happen to you that would not happen if you were not doing the will of God. Because our will, we form our own crosses. We form a cross when our will crosses with God's will. And that's a cross. When your will going across 
crosses with the will of God. You know, the hardest thing we can do is die to ourselves, die to our desires, what we want, what we think is best, and to trust fully in the will of God. We have anxiety when we lack trust in the Lord. We have fear when we lack trust in the Lord. Because when we trust in the Lord, we know that His plans are way better than our plans. His power is way greater than His power than our power. The foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of man. And when we just trust and we walk it out with the Lord, you know, Zachariah had to be silenced because he doubted the Lord. Mary was just inquiring how the Lord was going to do it. Because Mary knew that God was in charge of her life. That the monks know that God is in charge of their life. Do you know that God is in charge of your life? That all we have to do is trust in the Father and be His child? That we just need to become like children and know we have a good Father and trust in Him and watch God move, watch God work? Tonight, God's going to move in power. He's going to work in power. You know, He's already has many people from the meeting fasting and praying for the meeting tonight. That as we do things in God's way, God moves and he has freedom to move how he wants to move. All we need to do is what God is telling us in the way God is telling us and trusting in what the Lord is telling us. Not my will, but yours be done, Lord. Not my will, but yours be done. I want to do your will. I want to see your will accomplished in my life. I want to touch people. I want to let people know how much love they have from the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to let people know that whatever they're going through is temporary and that God has something better for them. You know, the prayer of faith changes things. The prayer of faith changes things. We pray for one woman who was desolate and the Lord came through and she took, he took the desolation away from her and she came back <laughs> excuse me next week filled with the Holy Spirit it was wonderful she was desolate but the Lord filled her with the Holy Spirit the next week she was grinning from ear to ear she said, I'm not abandoned anymore. God came to me. The prayer of faith does miracles. We need to pray with people. We need to pray for people. The prayer of faith does miracles. She received the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that leads you into all truths, the Spirit that tears down the stronghold, the Spirit that puts a power of God into you so you can be what God wants you to be. God, let me do what you want me to do. Let me love how you want me to love. Let me think how you want me to think, Jesus. Let it be no longer I who live, but Christ Jesus through me. We read in so many books, there's so many books here about possession and exorcisms of the devil. But how about we become possessed by God? That's the only possession I want. I want to be possessed by God and the Holy Spirit. And I want to be on fire for the Lord. I want to walk in this world and have people look at me and Father Tom and say, why are they burning with the love of God? Why are they happy? Why, what, what do I feel? 
You feel nothing of me and everything of heaven. Lord, I pray that you empty me out. I was praying at the monastery, empty me out. I don't want any more part of this humanity, of my all this stuff that I carry, Lord. I want to be empty so I can be full of you. I want to be empty, Jesus, so I can be full of you. Christ became obedient unto death, even death upon a cross. He emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. Because of this, God highly exalted him and gave him the name above every other name, so that in Jesus' name, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth will bend, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, we don't have much anyway. We don't have much anyway to be emptied of. We just need to say, here I am, Lord. I come to do your will, as it is written in the scroll of the book. Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. So what's the will of God for your life? The will of God for your life is freedom, power, love, that you wake up and you praise God and you worship him, that you pray for others. When we do what we were created to do, then we can be what we were created to be. And the biggest hurdle is ourselves, to step out of ourselves. You know, the enemy wants to keep you confined within yourself and small. But Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, to set the captives free, to redeem what was lost. And that's every part of you. When Jesus gives you the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of expansion. It wants to expand your life, expand your circle, expand your resources, expand each and every part of you, expand your spirit, man, so that you can hold more of God. It wants you to die to yourself and die to the flesh and die to the passions and die to the things of earth so you can live for the goods of heaven, so you can live for the graces of heaven. It's what do we desire today? Are we desiring the, 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 the things of this earth or are we desire, desiring the gifts of heaven? Because God has already said in his words, he will take care of everything you need upon this earth. He will take care of everything you need, but chase only after Jesus. Because only Jesus can make us happy. Because only Jesus knows how. Only Jesus can fill our hearts. Because only Jesus knows how. Only the Holy Spirit can guide us through life. Because the Holy Spirit, he is a comforter. He is a spirit of love peace, joy, freedom. For this reason Christ came, so that you could be free. Not so that you can wait to die in heaven, so that you can be free upon this earth. Freedom, you know, we watch these monks, and they have a little maybe 10-foot room, and they stay on the same grounds their whole life. But they're the most free people in the world. They're free. Why are they free? Nothing to do with anything their own. It's because they are free. They are free because of what's going on inside of them. Because they've consecrated their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. They've given everything to Jesus. They've held nothing back for him. When I look at the monks, I'm so inspired. I'm so inspired. I'm saying, Lord, give me that level of faith. Give me that level of consecration. Give me that level of freedom. Give me that level 
of just dying to myself so I can live for you. For freedom, Christ has set you free. He does not want you in bondage. He wants you free. For freedom, Christ has set you free. Therefore, do not consider yourself to another yoke of slavery, the scripture says. Christ has set you free by his cross, death, and resurrection. He has set you free. He's given you a new life. Just rejoice in that new life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Pray always. Pray always. Be very thankful in all things. Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you today. We thank you for this broadcast. We thank you for this monastery. We thank you for these monks that consecrated their lives to you every day. That's what we're called to do, to consecrate our lives to God every day. Not only once when I say the sinner's prayer, but every single day that I consecrate my life to him, that I surrender my life to him. That's what I'm called to do so that I, filled with the Holy Spirit, would be able to touch people and to let people know that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. How many people have you touched? How many people have you touched? How many yeses have you said? But you say, if I give up my will, what will I do? Where will I go? You'll have God. You'll have God's will. You'll go where God wants you to go. You'll be where God wants you to be. You'll say what God wants you to say. But you say, I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. Say yes to God. Let it be done unto me according to your word. There's nothing more fun. There's nothing more exciting. There's nothing more enlivening than living in God's will. Than being an empty vessel for God and letting him float you around this world. To do what he wants you to do, but to be what he wants you to be. We can only be fulfilled when we begin to fulfill our destiny. But we can only fulfill our destiny when we let go of what we think we want. And come to the foot of Jesus Christ. Say, God, it's not what I want, it's what you want. I let go of my plans. I let go of my ideas. I let go of my purposes. And I say yes to what you have for me. I say yes for what you have for me. What do you have for me today? You know, God never tells me I have this and this for you today. But if we wake up and we get into prayer and we get in with the Lord, it's just you know how to move because God is moving you. You get a holiness on your life. Holiness is not what you do. Holiness is a gift. It's what God deposits in you. God wants to deposit holiness in you. But we can't be filled with God when we're filled with ourselves. When we empty ourselves, then we can be filled with God. Then we can be filled with his power. Then we can be filled with his anointing. Then we can be filled with his will. Read the Divine Will by Louisa Picaretta. It has given me so much grace on my life. How to live in God's will. It's all God's plan. God has a plan. We've got to just submit to his plan and let God get in the driver's seat. You've been in the driver's seat too long. 
Hop, in, hop over the passenger seat in the convertible. Let Jesus take the wheel. Sit back and look at all the trees. Look at the snow. Look at all nature. And let Jesus guide you through life, drive you through life. Just give it your fiat. Do what Jesus wants you to do. Be where he wants you to be. Adam did nothing for God to breathe in his nostrils. Adam did nothing for God to create him and breathe life into his nostrils. It was always God's plan. Adam, the human race, was God's plan. You, when you were created, you were God's plan. And God has a plan for you. But how often do we ask God, what is your plan for me? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to be? Because when we do what God created us to do, and we become what God created us to be, then we are fulfilled in this life and filled with just filled with God, and there's nothing better. At the Maronite liturgy, when they receive Holy Communion, just before communion, they say, these are God's holy gifts for God's holy people. God's holy gifts for God's holy people. And we receive the holy gift of the Eucharist to God's holy people. We are holy because Jesus dwells within us. We are holy because the Holy Spirit has possession of us. It has nothing to do with our holiness. I have no holiness apart from God. If there's any part of me that's holy, it's because God has done it in me, to me, and through me. Do I feel holy? I don't feel holy. But you know what? These are holy gifts for God's holy people. The Eucharist. You are God's holy people. This is a gift for God's holy people. Holy gift for God's holy people. The body and blood, soul and divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a gift for you because you are holy by the grace of the living God. Father, tell them what the charism is for the Marianites. The charism for these monks is adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. They spend hours and hours before the Eucharist in quiet and in confidence. And you can see the power of God sometimes on these people. It's a power that you can't see visibly, but you can see spiritually on these people that spend hours and hours and hours before the Eucharist. Yeah. What we eat, we become. And every time we consume the Eucharist, we have a little more of Jesus deposited within us. So today, Lord Jesus, we say enough was worrying about demonic possession. We say we want to be possessed by you, Holy Spirit. We want to be possessed by the glory of the Father and the presence of Jesus. So, Holy Spirit, come and release your fire upon everyone listening. Soto robo sate. 
In Jesus' name, we take the acts of the Spirit, and we cut down every stronghold, every assignment of the enemy against your life, and we speak freedom and healing over your mind, freedom and healing over every area of your life. We, we speak the power of God to fall upon you in the glory of the Father to fill every atom within your being, that you are filled not by human's love, but the Father's love from heaven, that you let go of everything human and open to the divine right now. Let that river flowing from the throne of God, Father, that river flowing with your divinity, flow into every listener right now in Jesus' name. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. O river of God, flow down on me. O river of God, flow down on me. has been in season and out of season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.